So as usual, taking the first few moments to settle the tension, awareness in the body. Finding our individual ways where we can more deeply feel at ease in the body. Checking those places where we might chronically hold tension. And intentionally relaxing around those areas. around the eyes where we usually hold this trying to see. Relaxing the eyes and the jaw, going on down your own body at your own pace, releasing, intentionally softening, and making those final movements of the body to establish your posture of being as at ease as possible in the body, yet alert in the mind. And relaxing the mind as well. The way we do that is to let go of any agenda we may have for this sitting or for this period of retreat even. No appointment with anything, no disappointment. So relaxing, being at ease as much as possible and then allowing whatever is happening in the moment the changing moment's experience to be known. Seeing if we can not tighten around anything, but really be receptively allowing it to be known. Start where it's natural for you. knowing this is our background intention to simply be at ease, relaxed, allowing whatever is happening to be known. Remember that we can't really control what's going on. Our practice is simply to be aware because this is where we learn very deeply the nature of reality. Whatever is arising in the field of awareness, see if we can be interested in it, coming close to some having some intimacy with what is going on moment to moment. Inviting this interest and intimacy. Being able to connect and sustain with whatever's happening for those few moments of time that it is present. Tuning into its impermanent nature, how it's always changing shifting arising changing disappearing and having this overarching understanding this underlying overarching understanding that everything's really nature doing its thing no need to control anything just allowing its presence. There's deep learning taking place 
moment to moment without trying to figure anything out. There are understandings being more deeply inculcated in the wisdom mind. Can we just have faith and trust in that? Trust that the wisdom and compassion mind of this body-mind existence that we're in is deepening into more freedom. So we're not so caught in experiences. We use this time for this quiet and this deeply knowing to really take in that wisdom, to open to every moment with that soft, clear attention. So that's the way we can face our moment-to-moment experience here. So now, start where you usually start. Where is your place of stabilization? You can start there, in the body or in the breath within the body, knowing there is a body and settling into that. Or maybe for some of you it's beginning with a more open attention. So respect that, that knowing that you have for your individual practice. For those of us who start with the body, the breath, know that it isn't the practice to just be there all the time. When the attention naturally goes to something else, let go of the body, let go of the breath. You don't have to hover around it. That's not the point of the practice. We use those places for stabilization. When the attention goes to other experiences, open to that new experience. See if we can relax or be at ease around it. Allow it to be known. Being interested in whatever it is, pleasant or unpleasant or neutral. The wisdom mind is taking in every moment and learning from whatever is being known. It's learning at very deep levels, beyond the conceptual level or before the conceptual level. Can we trust that? Our cognizing mind doesn't know everything. In practice, we go deeper than that. So seeing if we can have that deep faith in ourselves, in our ability to do the practice, in this natural dharma that's unfolding, relaxing into it as much as we can. We're coming to know what makes up this body-mind continuum very intimately, very completely, much more deeply than in our daily busy, distracted lives. So let's use this precious time to know these deep moments that are waiting to be known. Today let's make special, easy effort to know what attitudes of mind are playing out all the time, kind of beneath the level of thinking. We might begin to explore what's fueling particular kinds of thinking. There may be a lot of thinking happening around aversion or different formations and 
iterations of aversion, frustration, impatience, anger, rage, a whole span of aversion being known. There may be thoughts or thinking that have to do with aversion. And we're just staying with the conceptual thinking. There may be thoughts or uh, continuing ways of thinking about what we want. But we're not really being with the wanting. It's more being with the thoughts about it. It's good to know that thinking is happening. and not get lost in the content of it. So how do we do that? Sometimes it's good to ask, what's fueling this thinking? What's underneath this thinking, this kind of thinking about this one area or subject matter or question all the time? getting in touch with the attitudes of mind that are there, the various iterations of the wanting mind, of the aversive mind, of the confused, deluded mind. Tuning in to those particular mind states and emotions per se. Sometimes it's helpful to name whatever it is, aversion, frustration, patience, impatience, compassion, self-cruelty. Feel it, if you can, in the emotional sense of feeling it, or it might be a bodily sense of feeling it, of sensing it in the body. If you name it, it can also help. Silent mental notation of anger. Not needing to get lost in the anger, jumping in it and drowning in it, or the sadness, for example, or even the happiness. But naming it keeps a kind of distance close enough to really experience it deeply but not so close that we drowned in it. So see if naming whatever the emotion or mental state is can be helpful. If feeling it, how it manifests in the body, can that be helpful? So there can be a very clear, kind connection with it mindful connection with it. So see today if we can relax or be at ease with the body, the mind, however it's manifesting. Allow what's ever happening to be known. See if we can be interested in whatever's happening, having that close enough intimacy with what's ever going on without getting lost in it or identified with it. And underlying and overarching everything can we understand deeply that whatever's happening is natural. It's nature. This moment is arising because of many causes and conditions. But this moment can be known. Everything that's happening is nature. When we understand this deeply, we don't get so caught up in identifying with it or making a self out of it. There can be more ease, more clarity, a more natural kindness with whatever's happening. So I'd like to read something 
that's very inspiring along these lines of allowing what's natural to happen. This is a spontaneous Vajra song called Free and Easy from the Venerable Lama Gendun Rinpoche. Just take in this wisdom, see if we can apply it to our practice this morning. Happiness cannot be found through great effort and willpower, but is already present in open relaxation and letting go. So don't strain yourself. There is nothing to do or undo. Whatever momentarily arises in the body-mind has little reality whatsoever. Why identify with it and become attached to it, passing judgment upon it in ourselves? Far better to simply let the entire game happen on its own, springing up and falling back like waves without changing or manipulating anything. And notice how everything vanishes and reappears magically again and again, time without end. Wanting to grasp the ungraspable, you exhaust yourself in vain. As soon as you open and relax, this tight fist of grasping, infinite space is there, open, inviting, and comfortable. Nothing to do or undo, nothing to force, nothing to want, nothing missing, everything happening by itself. So let's just be aware together of our own unique arisings in this body-mind continuum, seeing if we can keep a continuity with that balance of being alert in the mind, yet at ease in the body. Just recognizing, just allowing, just being interested, knowing that everything is nature, nothing to do, nothing to undo, just be aware.
So I'd like to start with the announcements this morning because this morning and for tomorrow and the next day, for these three days, we're going to be doing the individual check-ins. And so um, uh, I'd like to, we'd like to end uh, this session on time so we can start the individual check-ins in time, on time. So all of you will be seen over the next three days. And uh, they'll, of course, you've probably already seen the announcements or the uh, lists on the board for those um, individual check-ins. It shows that there's like a 15-minute um, time you know, frame, 15 at 9.45, 10 o'clock, 10.15, etc. But really, you only think about is you only really have 12 minutes be, so that everybody can be seen on time. Yeah. Otherwise, um, you know, we have to make room for people coming in and um, also getting settled and then leaving the room and the next person coming in again. It's helpful for you to come in with something very succinct to talk about. Maybe it's only one area, one specific area. Um, And see if you can get to the point. (laughs) about what you're going to talk about. Um, You don't have to say too many details. We can really catch it without a lot of details. And sometimes there's a tendency to repeat. So just kind of watch so that we can have time actually to respond um, to your whatever you're bringing up. Um, So we'll have the clock in your view so you can... (laughs) um, Yeah, it's... it's (laughs) So watch for the announcements there um, on, the, on the board. And Jeannie and uh, Yong will be uh, sitting in when they can on the individual check-ins. If that's not comfortable for you, it's totally okay with all of us. So just um, give the signal that you'd rather be alone with, with that particular teacher. And that's just fine. Yeah. Um, let's see what else to say this morning. If you, yes, we want to encourage you to sit longer uh, during the sitting periods. There are only 45 minutes, most of them. But if you want to sit longer, please just remain and really enjoy the, you know, the this time period where maybe you're more comfortable with your sitting now, so you can sit a bit longer. Um, but please, um, uh, if you're if you're uh, in the hall and you want to sit longer, when you leave, just leaving quietly. For those of you who would like to walk instead of sitting, except for the times when we're having teachings in the hall, it's okay for you to do walking meditation instead of sitting meditation at those particular times when there's no sitting, uh, when there's no teaching in the hall. So uh, be careful, though, that you, if you're going to sit, come in at the beginning of the sitting and stay for the whole sitting, not just com- coming in and out whenever you please. Okay. Are there any questions this morning? We'll take a few. Yes, Susan. I have two related questions. Mm -hmm. The first one is, what is insight? And the second one is, what is an insight retreat? I'm getting all the other teachings. It's awesome. But I have this um, lingering question, which I've been sitting with for two days, or three days. And so I decided it's time to ask, what is insight? Thank you. Okay, just in short, we're, we are, um, this is an insight retreat. So everything that we're teaching, everything is in, towards understanding deeply the nature of reality. Insight is the nature of reality, to know that very, very deeply and experientially. And what is the nature of reality in the Dharma? It's a deepening, the ever-deepening understanding to know how everything is so uh, impermanent at the deepest, deepest level. 
So we're not just understanding at the very cognitive, like seasonal level or how, you know, dark turns into light and then a new day starts, etc. Um, it's more like at a level where we can see every moment of greed, hatred, and aversion, non-greed, non-hatred, non-delusion arise in, in our practice. So we're beginning to see that at such deep levels it's not normally where the mind goes in everyday life because we're trying to make concepts and solidity out of everything, especially a solidity of a sense of self. In order to live in this relative world, we have to do that. But there's more than just the relative happening. There's the ultimate absolute level of reality happening. And we're deepening into the insight into that absolute uh, ultimate level of reality which is seeing the impermanent nature, seeing the ephemeral, conditional, not-self nature of reality, and also beginning to see experientially that there's, you, you really can't hold on to anything because it's always moving. But the problem is we're trying to hold on and grasp all the time and causes a lot of suffering. So we're beginning to see into what is called the dukkha nature, the unsatisfactory nature of everything. And sometimes we think of the word dukkha and it's all about pain. But dukkha, the understanding of dukkha is actually wisdom. Insight is wisdom. So we're coming to know the wisdom of how it's very natural for things to come and go for and in deep ways to see them ephemerally and um, can't hold on to anything. So that doesn't mean that we don't have happiness, we don't have joy. It means that there is joy, but there's this deep knowing that we can't hold on to its permanence. And when we live in alignment with that, we live um, actually with a deepening peace about how things are. So we're learning to live in alignment with how things are. This is insight. And that's what everything we're doing here is geared towards that. Yeah. In a nutshell. (laughs) Anything else? Well, I guess I answered all (laughs) the questions already. Um, Okay, so we're going to um, start our process now of going out and please be on time Um, and uh, we appreciate your practice I want to give you, we want to give you from all of us like a, you're doing a good job, (laughs) yeah. I go to this exercise class and I realized only recently that it felt so good for my teacher to say, good job, Kamala, good job. So I started to think, I should say that to my (laughs) Dharma buddies here. Like, you're doing a good job. Thank you for that. Uh, We really appreciate your sincerity, the quietness, your uh, carefulness in your practice. And now, you know, we're halfway through. Whatever you can do to up-level your practice, not in a tight way, but in a more relaxed way, whatever you can do to do that, just take stock of what's going on within you and not to squander this time that's been given to us. There's so, so rare to do this. We never know if we will be back again. So use your time wisely. Thank you.